Is there a chat or anything I should be in to see what people are saying? Uh, Twitch chat. Oh, Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash... Commander and MTG podcast. Here, I'll put it right in. Oh, Commander and MTG podcast. That's yeah, funny. sorry. Uh, you, I will note that you have about currently typoed. It should be you have all about Commander Pest. Where? Oh, I do. About. Got you, got, got you covered. Oh, thank goodness you're here, Rudolph. Had to scream Whew. with that. What would have been a disaster. <laughs> Can't be having this. Yeah, there we go. So I think I'll just uh, fire us up and go live. Ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Anybody looking at us can hear us right now. Let me turn this off, and there we are. Why, hello, Gavin. How are you? I am doing great, Phil. I'm so excited to be here tonight. Thanks for having me on the show. Ah, you're welcome. And thanks for making the time to come on the show. This is uh, this is really cool of you. I know that uh, we are sandwiched between this and uh, you got to run pretty quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, I am a runner, I, I, so yeah. I got to get down this treadmill and just keep on, keep on going. No, I've actually, I've got a flight to catch tonight, so, um, but it worked out great. I was like, Phil asked if I could do Commander and sometime soon. He's like, hey, pick a day. We'll try and make it work. Can you ever do a Wednesday? And I'm like, if you do this Wednesday at this time, I'll be at work before my flight leaves and it'll be perfect. You are the busiest. Are. You're the busiest man in magic, aren't you? I keep myself busy. <laughs> all right. Plus, well, we have all these sets and products to make and events to plan. Yes. Yes. You, you just never stop. Do you feel any stress? You know... People ask me sometimes, and I'm promised I'll get to my point. People ask me sometimes why I don't get jet lagged, because I don't. It's my superpower. I, I fly around the world all the time. I'm in different times and things. I don't get jet lagged, and I always reply that I well, I don't get jet lagged, or or either I don't get jet lagged, or I'm always jet lagged. I, just, <laughs> I don't I don't know the difference at this point. She asked me the stress question, and I don't think I'm stressed. I'm a pretty relaxed person, or I'm just. Uh, maybe I'm just always stressed, and I actually have no idea what not being stressed is like. So it's one of those two. It's definitely one of those two options, uh, but I like to think it's the first one. <laughs> Turns out when you work on a game, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. It it, it certainly can be very fun. Uh, how much time do you spend in spreadsheets, though? That's the bane of a game designer's existence. Currently, on my I'm on my work computer. I've got six spreadsheets open, oh, which is good. only only battled by the. Five PowerPoints I have open, and the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. The eleven of my true weapon, the untitled notepad document. <laughs> eleven of those bad boys open oh, right now. I thought that was just me. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you like game design, get used to untitled notepad documents oh, in Excel. Untitled documents of all kinds. <laughs> you can just I, can I say what? Any, can I say what any of these are named? Uh, untitled oh one of them is gavin pto 2019 to track Ooh. my time off because i was entering in um uh my time off so there that's right that's right there, yes the, the, the notepads are all named untitled except for one which is named pdf proofing huh who would have thought pdf anyway oh, okay yeah we want to ask which pdfs i'm sure there's some secrets there 
I've got some good. I've got some great PDFs on my computer. Let me tell you. <laughs> so we uh, brought you here, and uh, obviously it's because of the timing. Uh, it's just me tonight, and uh, I asked you to come on so we could talk a little bit about Command Fest. Uh, oh my, yes. And uh, then for uh, people who are more interested in deck information, we'll talk a couple of minutes about decks, but this will be a very brief episode because we want to talk all about Command Fest. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So Command Fest is an event that's a brand new event that you announced and uh, Channel Fireball and a couple of other places announced would be held at uh, three different cities, right? Uh, Seattle, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. over the next few months. And um, the focus, as one might be able to tell from the title of the event, is Commander. Now, what's the deal with this? What, like, what, what are you seeing? What are you envisioning for this uh, this event? Well, you know, we've talked. I've talked about doing a magic-focused, non-competitive event like this yeah. for a really long time. Like yeah. uh, you've even heard me talk about it to you in the years past. Like, yes. it would be really cool to do something, something like this. And I've always thrown it around. People have always talked about it. Um, but we were talking about maybe doing something even this year for a while. But after seeing the huge success of Magic Fest Las Vegas, we kicked things into high gear. And we um, we wanted to, to try this thing out. It was actually, it was um, before Vegas happened, but after we'd seen kind of the excitement build around it, after the numbers were in and after we saw how well Channel Fireball was doing um, with the registration for that event, we decided to go, go forward with it and try it out for this year. So we're running three this year. Yes, they're all in North America, but it's kind of a test of the, of the program. And if it's really successful, you will probably see more and probably, I don't want to make any promises, but probably in places outside of North America next year. Ooh. And it, to, me, to me, it's a really great opportunity. Um, and what, what you're going to be able to expect from, from these things, first of all, one thing I'm, I'm excited about is we actually have three different different TOs running these, so tournament organizers. We have different people running each of them. So we, everyone's going to kind of put their own spit on it, which is cool. Channel Fireball is running the one in Seattle. Um, Pastimes is running the one in Chicago. And Star City Games is running the one in Washington, D.C. And that's really, really exciting um, because they'll each get to try out a bunch of different stuff. And each of them has innovated so much in the past in different tournament areas. It'll be cool to see what they do. You know, but things I would expect to see at a Command Fest is, of course, Commander. Lots and yeah. lots of Commander. That's evident from the name. But things that might be less obvious is you could expect to see um, other casual formats like maybe Battle Bond or Conspiracy Drafts are firing off. Maybe artists will be there because... You love being to, to get stuff signed as a commander player. It's really, really important. Maybe you'll be able to um, play some Brawl as well. You know, maybe you want, mm. if you want to play Star Magic or Plane Chase or Arch Enemy or these formats, this is the place for people who want to play um, not competitive, not structured Magic or, you know, l- less structured to show up and have a great time. There'll, there'll be stuff that might resemble tournaments in some areas of the hall, but the big area is going to just be free play, come play commander, and meet people, have a great time. Um, and I'm incredibly excited about it. We've got some cool stuff planned for this, and I can't talk about it all quite yet. Um, otherwise, it's not just wizards that'll, that'll glare at me, but also all these tournament <laughs> organizers that are working so hard that'll glare at me. But there's a lot of really cool stuff scheduled for this, oh. and I cannot wait for you to all come and check it out. And, and you believe that this is going to be a, a truly valuable and memorable experience for uh, casual Commander players? Yeah, I feel like if you play Commander, I mean, it's in the name, right? It's the Command, command Fest. If you play Commander, you should come out to one of these. Absolutely. Uh, come show up. Get your tickets now, by the way, because uh, who knows how much longer they're going to be available for. And come check this stuff out. Um, and making sure that these early ones are big 
are super key to seeing stuff happen. I mean, I mean, literally, I said earlier, part of why these are happening now is how successful Vegas was. So if you want to see more stuff yeah. like this and do even bigger and better things with Commander, well, this is a, the, the place, right? Like, come and throw your support behind this if you can, and that might, might mean even more for next year. So it's a really big deal for us, and I hope you all enjoy it as well. Yeah, uh, people are very excited about it, and uh, I know that our guest host, Olivia uh, Gobert-Hicks, is going to be a guest at Seattle. Also, uh, you got Sheldon Menery to fly across the country to be be uh, part of this? Well, That's... actually, I don't know if you saw the announcement earlier. We are finally able to, to pull this one out of, the, out of the bag, but, you know, about at Star City Games uh, Con earlier this year, I was out with Sheldon, and we were talking and he mentioned, you know, in passing, something like, one thing I would love to do someday is design a magic set, but, you know, that won't happen, blah, blah, And I was like, you know, actually, let me see what I can do. Because I, I think that'd be a really cool opportunity. So I went back to work, and I pitched it around to a bunch of people, and everyone was on board with it. Like, there was almost basically no resistance. He's such a pillar of the Commander format. He's He has a great mind for the game. And frankly, like, I don't use the word deserves lightly, but if someone deserves to come on and work on a commander set, it's Sheldon, right? To get to yeah. put his weight behind it. So I can't I can't say quite what he's going to be doing, but I can tell you he's related to commander, and he's going to have his hands in a lot of projects. And the really cool thing is that um, he is going to be a fully fledged member of Magic R and D during this time. Really? So yeah, yeah. He'll be, work, he'll be working on all the commander stuff that we want him to, of course. But also, if he wants to do drafts of upcoming sets or give feedback in our meetings or go through files and leave design comments, whatever he wants to you know, play competitive standard in the future, future, future league, I don't know. Whatever he wants to do for the couple months he's out here, he's going to have the chance to do it. And I'm so incredibly excited for him. And frankly, I'm excited that I'll get to work with him and we'll get to build up that connection with the rules committee even further. Um, so it's, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I... I... I don't know who I'm more envious of, you or Sheldon at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's just fantastic. That sounds like a great opportunity. Well, you know, maybe someday that'll be you. Yeah, yeah, maybe someday. When, you're, uh, when, you, when you've worked through the uh, two or 3,000 other personalities in the community. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you're, higher, you're higher than 2,000, I'll put it that way. <laughs> All right, I'm above 2,000. So Top 2,000. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Uh, I will. It's going right on there. Well, um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I did. I did. I, I did intend to ask you about that. Um, so now you you brought you say you uh, you planned this before uh, Vegas, which means that had you tipped me off, perhaps I could have been there at one of these. But because I planned a trip since Vegas, I've planned a trip to be in Hong Kong on uh, Command Fest weekend. Believe me, I've considered breaking uh, that trip. Well, if it's any consolation to you, Phil, I will also not be at any of these command fests, which is <laughs> kind of heartbreaking to me, unfortunately. But I have also had scheduled stuff going on, so yeah. I will not be able to to make it. I'll be in in um, Europe for another um, event, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be a great game convention over there that I'm going to be able to do some panels and stuff at. But um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it to any of them, even the one in my backyard. But I will still have a hand in uh, designing what's going on there, and we've got some pretty neat stuff for it. Yeah. Are you going to send a video team so that you can live vicariously through them? I'll, I'll be watching social media. I'll probably be up at 4 a.m. like a naughty, naughty boy, just like reading through people talking about how much fun they're having at, uh, at Command Fest. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, ironically, you and I will be geographically closer uh, than either of us will be to Command Fest. All right, well, I'll meet you <laughs> in an island between, 
and we'll play a game of Commander. Dubai is pretty centrally located. No problem. There's a magic store there. <laughs> awesome. Um, so uh, again, the, the so the dates for Seattle and Chicago are November first and uh, first through the third. Sorry, not and. And uh, the DC one, the Washington DC uh, uh, Command Fest, is December thirteenth and fifteenth. Um, why what, did you attempt to have all of them happen at the same time? You know, we, we were just trying a lot of stuff out, and given the schedule, it was kind of when tournament organizers could find venues that worked in, in good uh, locations. You know, we wanted to make sure they were near big cities. So yeah. I, I'm happy that we're able to try the experiment of, okay, can we run two on very different locations? And also, what happens when we have one on their own? How far will people go? Will people fly from the West Coast to D.C. for one of these? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I think, you know, it's a thing we'll learn a lot from. And then next year, if we want to continue with this program, we can take all those learnings into account. It's yeah, always good to collect all the data. That's uh, that's very cool. I'm looking forward to many more of these. And, you know, when it comes time to choose a Los Angeles Command Fest, I happen to know a person who runs a Commander event pretty regularly. And uh, if and you well, want his I help, I can put you in it. touch. Well, Los Angeles is a great spot, too. It's easy to fly into from a lot of different places. It's, of course, gorgeous all year round. So next year when we have to run one of these in, I don't know, February or something, it'll be a great spot. So, yeah, yeah it will maybe. Be. Yeah, it's uh, like a it's like living in a resort year round, uh, unless you're inland a little bit, then it gets kind of hot. But that's all right. Um, yeah, so uh, that reminds me, I want to I want to plug the uh, Dragon and Meeple. I have a monthly commander event at the Dragon and Meeple here in Los Angeles. Um, the next one, uh, as we record this, I believe is the sixth of October, um, and uh, that starts at one p.m. So please uh, do join me there now, uh, Gavin. We have a, I have a couple of other questions I want to ask you because uh, I want to start talking about uh, decks more on the show. So even if we spend a few minutes talking about this, do you have time to talk about a couple of decks maybe that you're inspired by uh, uh, Throne of Eldraine to build? And then maybe some cards that you're going to put into decks that you currently run? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's All dig right. into it. Sweet. Well... Let's start with uh, decks that you're inspired to build. So what legendary creatures or planeswalkers, because we can talk about Brawl as well, um, are you are you really itching to build something around? Well, I'm going to give you two, uh, Phil. First Ooh. one is Emery. The, the, uh, well, I don't remember what her appellation is. It's um, Emery Lurker of the Lock. Um, oh, yeah. The super exciting card for a few reasons. First of all, it costs one less for every artifact you control. So if you don't know what it does, I guess we'll start we'll start there. <laughs> I'll explain the card, because a lot of you don't know what these cards do yet, because they're brand new. So it's two and a blue for a 1-2 legendary merfolk wizard. Ooh. It costs one less to cast for every artifact you control. And when it enters the battlefield, you mill your top four cards. Mm. Then you can tap Emery to choose an artifact in your, in your graveyard, and you can just cast it this turn. You have to pay its cost still, but you can cast it. So first of all, this is really powerful, because... Um, it reduces its commander tax and its command cost. So even late in the game, you can still cast this for a relatively cheap, cheap amount of mana yeah. in any kind of blue artifact-based deck, which is incredibly powerful. Um, two, it just is a card advantage engine. Every turn you can cast an artifact from your graveyard. Yeah, that's whether that's amazing. milling yourself to find new, new things or just repeatedly cycling any kind of cantrip artifact, it puts you up a card turn after turn, which is really exciting, like an our millery sphere or um, Wayfarer's Bobble. Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff to do with this. And I love playing blue, so it's a it's a pretty easy sell for me to get excited about this card. <laughs> um, 
Also, artifact decks tend to play a lot of artifacts, so it's just going to be really cheap to cast mm -hmm. uh, over and over and over again. So a lot of fun things to do here. And you have that great Lady of the Lake flav uh, flavor too. So, Yeah, that flavor is incredible. When I saw that uh, painting, I was just amazed. And of course, it's it's iconic for those of us who are steeped in the nerd lore. Um, and uh, of course, with food being artifacts... <laughs> Uh, and this set generating a ton of food, you expect to see her uh, uh, coming in pretty inexpensively. Is I mean, this is definitely the most flavorful set, literally, we have ever made yes. with all the food running around. Yes. I can't wait to see, at, by the way, at pre-releases, what people use for their food tokens. Oh, right. Like what, what, what unusual things do you bring to snack on? And do you know if uh, Eldraine is going to have regional food tokens? Like there were regional treasure tokens, the one you can get from uh, Hong Kong? Uh, not any plans as of yet, mm -hmm. but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, let's hope so. I'd like to see a food token that's like a plate of chicken feet. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know. Shivam would very much like a vegetarian-friendly food token. Yes, yes. And uh, that would be uh, uh, red beans, I suppose. So, um, are, are, you, are you inspired? You said you were going to give me two. Are you inspired by oh, anybody yes. else? Oh, yes. The other one is, so we have these great brawl decks coming out. I'm super excited about them. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Brawl. Oh, yeah. Who knows me for any amount of time is who has breathed in my general direction knows about this. <laughs> but the great thing about these Brawl decks is not only are they useful for Brawl, but also there's tons of great commander stuff in them. And uh, one that I'm excited to build with is Sir Gwyn, Hero of Ashvale. If you don't know what Sir Gwyn does, it's three red, white, and a black, so six mana, for five, five, Vigilance, Menace, Human Knight. And whenever an equipped creature you control attacks, you draw a card and you lose a life. Additionally... All your equipment you control have Equip Knight Zero. So it really tells you to build an Equipment Tribal deck. And what I love about this card is I think it does... An Equipment Knight Tribal deck, rather. What I love about this card is I think it does a really cool thing um, that these kind of Brawl Commanders do, where in Standard, it's very prescriptive, right? You're like, okay, put all the Equipments in Standard that are reasonable that you can find, take all the Knights in Standard that you can find and put them in. But in Commander, if you take this out of that Brawl context and put it in the wider ecosystem, you can... Play all kinds of wild equipment from Magic's history. And you, there you have so many knights to draw upon. I mean, you can play Changelings. You have all these old knights you can play. You can play um, Sylvia and Corvath from Battle Bond. Like, there's so many options. Um, and to me, this is a really exciting card. Plus, it gives red, white, and black like a nice card advantage commander, which, you know, is, is crucial in a game of commander. Yeah. yeah, he's six mana, but you can ramp him out pretty easily. And you want to spend your time getting your knights and equipment out anyway. So I feel like you'll slam this down on turn six or five or three with the soul ring or whatever it is that you do. And then you'll have some other equipment in play you can attach pretty readily. Of course, excellent to put a, a, um, any kind of lightning greaves foot foot boot style thing on him. So you can't hit him and he can attack right away. That's always nice too. So I, I'm excited to build with this. Yeah, she's a, she's a really good card. Um, I think, uh, and in commander especially, you can get over the, that initial cost. She's a six uh, cost commander in colors that generally... Don't have a ton of ramp, although, of course, black can make up for that once you're able to reach back into Magic's history. Um, right. Yeah, I, I and think... And, of course, artifacts, right? Artifacts are the great unifier. Yeah. Arcane Signet, anybody? Arcane Signet? Looking forward to it. <laughs> I, I wish those were available in packs, though, because the individual uh, the individual accessibility of those cards is going to be... Uh, it's going to get tougher and tougher. Yeah, well, so. We are reprinting a ton of Brawl decks, so many Brawl decks. Yeah, so that's good. You'll have a chance to get your hands on them. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on those, too. I'm looking forward to picking these Brawl decks up. I currently... You remember the decks that we built back in um, uh, a year ago. 
Uh, I carry those with me whenever I go to the commander event at Dragon and Meeple, and I end up with, um, like, if I'm going to teach somebody how to play Magic, first we do the Welcome decks, and we do that until they're comfortable, and then I hand them the Gishoth deck. And I, <laughs> and the Gishoth deck is just beautiful, right? And I, I tell them that their objective is to get Gishoth out and just push it forward. And I think in a lot of ways the Sir Gwyn deck is, is like that, but certainly... Um, the uh, the Kulain deck, who, by the way, that the inspiration for that is Kukulain, right? Kukulain, I'm mispronouncing it terribly. Um, uh, I, I could, I don't know, honestly, as not a creative person. I don't think so, but I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I'll have to look that up or ask a resident uh, expert on lore, uh, any of the several residents, resident experts on lore. Um, but Kukulain is very, uh, Kulain is definitely... Just like, you're going to be summoning creatures, so this is going to benefit you. And uh, then you want to push them all forward. You go wide and push it forward. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that card is incredibly powerful. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. to see what people do with it. I played in the Brawl event on Arena. That was... Uh, yeah, that was a blast. That was, that was sweet. An awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy we lined that up like a trailer hit. That was ready to play right away. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, we were talking before the show, and I did say that the the flavor uh, has been fantastic for this set, of course. Um, and uh, that trailer was astounding. Just really good. <laughs> well, just wait till you, what we, uh, you see what we have next. Oh, I can't wait. You'll have to show me um, right after the show. I, it's blowing my mind. It's You know, I love watching these. I feel like little animated movie shorts, and I'm ready to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch the full-length version of this. Let's do it right now, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, so which cards from... Oh, that's right. I forgot Command Tower is technically an Eldraine now. I can see that down at the bottom. You can play Command Tower in Standard, Phil. It's time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's going to break Standard wide open. Nothing is more terrifying. If your opponent plays a turn one Command Tower, either they don't know what's going on or you are about (laughs) to get destroyed. (laughs) Right. Somebody has sat down at the wrong table. Right. <laughs> so it's there's a lot, lot to be learned there. Yeah. Um, so what cards are you looking forward to using in decks that you already have established? Well, and if, so you, I, then, and if you I, want to talk about I, Dance of Mance, Dance of the Mance at all, that's fine too. It's actually nuts you were going to say that because that was one of the cards I was going to talk about was Dance of the Mance. Um, because I, I think that's a, that's a really fun... I mean, you guys reviewed this well last week, but uh, that, that's a really fun, really fun card once you get back. A ton of your enchantments, then attack with them. We, you talked about that, and I don't need to. To me, it's uh, the thing I wanted to discuss the most are these legendary artifacts, these five ancient relics that have cost reduction. These yeah. things are wild. Like the the magic mirror is nut mm. nutso. The um the the great henge that we showed off at yes. yesterday that's like gives all your creatures extra counters and card draw. Ridiculous. Like those are uh, those are aimed at, at commander and standard in some cases. But uh, Commander for sure. I would expect to see all of those show up in my decks. I don't know about you, but that's one I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's that's a very cool. Uh, yeah, that's a very cool cycle. I looked at um, I looked at the the one today. I'm sorry, it's the green one. I've already forgotten its name I because think it's I, the Great Henge. The Great Henge. That's it. I think of it as the Great Auto Include because it's so so sexy. Um, right. Just every turn you gain two life, and also. Your non-token creatures get bigger and draw you cards. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. We're just putting that in. I'm not even asking. And that that explains uh, Sir Farron, the Henge Hammer. 
Yes, indeed. <laughs> Sorry, as I pull out random monocolor legendary creature. Um, no, I, I love that we have uncommon legends here. You know, one of the things we were trying to do was make sure that this set felt like there were legends running around. You have all these knights, right? They're these famous knights that are running around. There's this history that's been here with these courts. Like, yeah, they're all there. And we wanted to make sure they were uncommon legends, especially after seeing how well it worked out for us and things like Dominaria. We wanted to yeah. play it up again here. Yeah, that, it, it, it definitely does feel like there are a bunch of knights running around, either stirring up or suppressing trouble. And, and, and non-knights, too. There's also the non-human, um, non-human lord as well, who's a lot of fun. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, very cool. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so the Great Henge and all of its ilk, the legendary artifacts will be in. I did, uh, I, f- I forget the first one's uh, previewed. It was the Magic Mirror, right? And I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is this is insane. And having colored legendary artifacts, I think, lends so much flavor to both artifacts and the entire set. Yeah, one of our challenges with making really strong artifacts is if they're too strong, they show up in every deck. Mm-hmm. And so being colored allows us to tune that a little bit and um, and print them. You know, For example, d- equipment was a really big issue because if we made equipment too good, it was, would just show up in every deck forever. You know, The swords are a great example of this, right? They just show up in all kinds of decks. Yeah. Um, Color, of course, allows us to limit that a little bit. So uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff we can do here. Yeah. And flavor, yes, of course. Lots of flavor, of course. Mm-mm-mm. How come it wasn't add uh, two green and create a food token? Well, you know, <laughs> let's, let's cut to the chase. It's going to feed you right away. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great and kind of crazy uh, mana rock there. And in green, we're already going to have big creatures, so... If you call that a mana rock, we need to have a discussion about what you believe a mana rock is. Yeah. It's, uh, is, is Gilded Lotus a mana rock? Would you consider that a mana rock? I mean, uh, you know, this is uh, basically just a, uh, a a fancy soul ring. Is Mox Lotus a mana rock? <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. It, it is noted for the annals of history. <laughs> Dreamstone Hedron, a mana rock. Yeah, that's. I'm curious, if you're, what, what do the listeners say? Tweet at us. Let us know what you think the line, <laughs> what your line in the sand for mana rocks is. Uh, yeah, and I'm not even checking the Twitch stream. They're probably yelling at us. All right, cool. Well, I got to get you out of here so that I'm not responsible for your either rushing around or missing your flight entirely. Um, thank you for coming on. This has been uh, absolutely wonderful, and uh, it, I'm, I'm I'm very happy to see that you're focusing. And by you, in this case, I meant the. The broader you, the Wizards of the Coast you, uh, focusing on the Commander community and making sure that there are events just for us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, as you all know, like I am the Commander Architect at Wizards. That's what I'm focusing on right now. And yes. um, any ideas you all have for making Commander a better place, please send them my way. I'd love to see what I can do to implement them. And, you know, Commander came from the community, and a lot of these great ideas also will come from the community. So please hit me up, uh, message me on Twitter at Gavin Verhey, and I'm more than happy to take a look. Very cool. Um, And once again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, the uh, many Petroni who support us uh, at uh, commander at mtg.com slash donations. And of course, the wonderful folks over at Quiver Time who make the quiver and uh, assorted sleeves like I've got their Artemis sleeves right here. And um, they, they sponsor our monthly giveaways. And we are, we recognize, long overdue on uh, uh, announcing the winner of our August giveaway contest. So we'll get to that as quickly as we can. Gavin, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast. 
Always a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you all soon. And I thanks for listening, everybody. As once again, it's the viewers. I guess, I, yeah, actually viewers this yeah. time, not listeners. The viewers and listeners that make this all possible. So yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, it really is. Thank you, folks. And we'll see you next time.